0: Hello, oh, hello, hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Once again, I am not once again in but uh, I am your host, Marcus Nez, and once again, I'm here to talk about some games and TV shows and maybe some other stuff, as well as some patron questions at the very end. You want to ask a question? Doesn't matter how dumb or stupid it is, we got a real <laughs> dumb, dumb one here uh, this week from Sunny, of course, and it's... It's alright, it's just like, oh, uh, that's that's your question? Alright. Very sunny of you. Very, very sunny of you. But, uh, if you'd like to ask me any kind of question, join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash PXS. Do it. For just a dollar a month, you can ask me whatever you want. Two times a week, and I'll answer it, baby. On this thing. In video form. Permanent. On YouTube. No takebacks. But, uh, I'm here to talk about a handful of games, some more Star Trek, and that's pretty much it for this year episode. Hopefully, this one doesn't run too long like last episode. I want to get these about a half hour-ish, maybe even less. Let us start with Star Trek, the original series. So, last episode, I was still pretty high on the show because I just wrapped up the second season and had yet to start season three. <laughs> and... Man, oh man, season three is not as bad as everyone says it is. It's worse. There is not a single good episode. Anyone who says otherwise is full of shit. I don't know what they're talking about. I can't believe how bad it is, how bad the acting is. There's a new extra level of hamming it up and just, it's so bad. It's extra sexist. It's extra, extra, just It's the worst. And a lot of people say the final episode is the worst of the series. And I can see that. It's really bad in that it's basically just about this bitter ex of Kirk taking over his body and wanting to take control of the Enterprise and all that. Because she believes it is better to be dead than to live a life in the body of a woman. So it's... it's, Really bad, really, really bad, but it's still more watchable than And the Children Will Lead, or whatever it's called, which I think is the third episode of season three, which is just about these kids who can control the minds of others by jerking off the air, and they just keep doing this. There's so many cuts to kids doing this, and it's just like... Why? Why? What is this? I hated it. I hated that episode so much. I almost decided to not continue watching season 3 because of that episode. But I powered through it. I watched all of them. Hated all of them. Some had good, dumb, fun moments. The one where Kirk is dealing with his idol or who was the greatest general, who can change his appearance and everything. There's some really great tantrum moments and just overacting scenery chewing dumb crap in it. The the tantrum he has when he doesn't know the code for the little chess questionnaire thing with Scotty to, to beam him back onto the Enterprise when uh, the, the dude is in disguise as Kirk. That's, that's some peak ass Star Trek crap. There's also one where they're dealing with these aliens, not aliens or humans. No, there's some aliens and there's humans. It's a mixture, but they want to find Eden, and the one dude is always singing and like, they have like a little concert. It's dumb. It's dumb. There's some good dumb pieces of shit in the thing, but uh, overall, I mean, even the dumb shit, like it's it's, just, it's it's bad. It's all bad. It's bad, 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 bad. But uh, let us let us get on to what I've been playing. Starting with Quintus and the Absent of truth. Did I just fuck that up? It's and the, I did fuck it up. every time I think of this game. I think it's the absence of truth. It's not. It's Quintus and the absent truth. And this is a game. I mean, yes, it's obviously a game, but it's a adventure horror type of thing gone homie e but it's where you play as two different characters a man who has lost his wife and then his daughter is kidnapped and his little mouse buddy quintus you take over when the ghost of his dead wife comes and kills him supposedly but then there's like time travel you go back in time to the point at which your daughter was kidnapped to save her. And there's a time loop thing. That's where I kind of... I did not finish the game because I, I was near the end. But then I got to a point where there was a puzzle to open a door. And I didn't want to go search the space to figure out the correct order. I would needed to push these buttons in. And as you might expect, not really a lot of people playing this. So the answer wasn't readily available online. And I was like... I mean, it might have been if I looked up a playthrough of it on YouTube, but I was streaming it. I didn't have time to look up the whole playthrough and all that. So it's just, it's very poorly made. It's super, super ugly. It tries to be scary in ways, but it's very cheap and it's jump scares and even many of those don't even work. Uh, and I'm a big baby, as we all know. I was not scared at all during these moments. There are times where you just walk and you see a, a figure in the distance. You walk towards it and then it'll come at you. And you're like, okay, cool, I guess. Good, good job. But it's just a weird, weird game. When you're playing as the mouse, you are... <laughs> it's just... It's not for like... At least when you're playing as a guy... It's kind of amusing in its awfulness, but when you're playing as a mouse, you have to do platforming, first-person platforming. That's not enjoyable. And there are parts where you have to maneuver and carry things around. It's just... It's, just it's not good. It's not good. Then the Galactic Junkers is a... What, what would you define this game? It, it sort of feels like a mixture of FTL, which I haven't played, but I just get a sense of that, the management aspect of managing the ship, but of FTL and Rebel Galaxy, where in Rebel Galaxy, you are controlling a ship, and you are trading uh, resources and whatnot, and just doing general trader stuff, and the Galactic Junkers, you're doing all that, but you're managing your crew and the various equipment stations on your ship, so the medical station, the turrets, the engine, etc. You are going around, flying through jump gates to get you different little galaxies, uh, looking at asteroids for this or that, interacting with pirates, going to other stations and interacting with people, trading, etc. It could be cool, it could be a good time, but One, it's very, very buggy. There are very plentiful bugs. There are very plentiful bugs. There are a lot of bugs where enemies, if they are jumping onto your ship, they might get stuck in a wall or go through walls. It it feels clunky to play just in general. It's ugly. It's a bit boring. The management aspect isn't super satisfying. It's just... It's got some alright ideas, but it feels more like the Galactic Janky than the Galactic Junkers. Or you could also just say that maybe the Galactic Junkers should come and get this game and junk it for now because it's a bit of a mess. But it just, it wasn't an enjoyable time. The combat wasn't satisfying. Every Everything about it, it's a game of ideas, but none of them were executed particularly well. So it has combat in it, but the combat sucks. It has its management stuff, but moving around the space and dealing with everything is not super intuitive. And then the act of avoiding this or that if you are being chased by one of the government ships... It just becomes a little cumbersome controlling everything with the gamepad at least and it doesn't tell you how everything works there are parts in the tutorial where it tells you to do something but then it doesn't tell you how to do it never enjoy that in a tutorial but it's it's just too buggy and janky to really recommend and i i would if you're interested more so than i mean Try FTL, probably, but also Rebel Galaxy. I think there was a sequel to that. Maybe it's called Rebel Galaxy Outlaws. But I only played the first one, and I really enjoyed my time with that game. I put a fair amount of time in that. I didn't finish it, but I did put probably like 20 hours into it, and I enjoyed it because it's a nice, relaxing type of game where you can just go around and trade resources and discover things. And it looks good and plays well. Then, behind the frame, the finest scenery... This is a game I was super, super, super excited about. And there are things, the things at least that I knew I would love, I still love, but then the game itself is really, really disappointing. So this is a game where you play as a young painter, a young lady painter, and there are, it's a puzzle game in that you are painting your canvas. And when you have to paint something, the way you do it, because I played on the the PlayStation 5, the way you do it is by just clicking in a designated spot sort of paint-by-number setup, and then you just move the analog stick to wipe the area full of paint. Or you can use the touchpad and just push it in and then wipe on the touchpad, which is kind of nice, but because the surface is so small on the touchpad, you're not going to be able to cover the whole area. So it doesn't feel that great when you have to pick up and then redo it. Because it can also be a little finicky when it registers you actually pushing it in to start painting. So then you might just like be rubbing it for no fucking reason. But that is how you paint when you have to do that. But a lot of the game is repetition of tasks. So in the the very beginning, you have to do things in a certain order. You have to eat your breakfast, and it's always the same breakfast, it's some um, toast, with what I assume is jam, you don't jam the toast, but I assume when you eat it, there's some shit in it, and I'm assuming it's some type of jam, maybe like a peach jam, or, or, or whatever, and uh, an egg, you eat that, you make some coffee, you drink the coffee after you eat your breakfast, you have to redo your resume, because there keeps getting errors, you keep having errors, where it Deletes itself. You're like, oh my god, it deleted itself again. Okay. And you have to look at all these paintings and maybe sketch the dude next door. You're like, who who is this? What are they? What's going on? There's a bit of a mystery happening. And you, in order to get the next paint you need for your painting, you have to solve some puzzles. And there might be one where, like, here's a box. And you have to attach strings to these various colors and the directions you have to go in are scattered around your room because that, that is what happened. And there, somebody came in there broken and highlighted all. And then there's a secret room. One time, the cat comes over and messes everything up and then leaves pictures around it. And then you take those pictures and you're like, oh, I need to fix these paintings because they're missing this particular object. So I'm going to do that and then They'll reveal that one of the paintings had the paint color needed under it. It's just like okay, weird. I mean, it's just like finding a dumb excuse for some kind of gameplay in this very, very beautiful game with fantastic music. But then the story itself, which involves you and this old dude and a young couple and other stuff. I don't. I don't want to give it away because it, it. It is all about the story and it is only about an hour long maybe an hour and 15 minutes it all depend on how long it takes you to solve this puzzle or that puzzle but it's a very very short game and it was ultimately a very unsatisfying one I, I felt no great reward upon playing or finishing it I appreciated the hell out of the art it's a beautiful beautiful game and I love the music again I would watch this shit out of a movie that looked like this. But that wasn't enough for me to enjoy the game itself, which isn't particularly compelling. The puzzles aren't great. Like, it's just... It's art, 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 music, 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 music. And then the game shit is just sort of tacked on. It, it In no way... Is there anything you're getting out of it for being a game? And then the story isn't that interesting. So it's just like, okay. I could just look at some screenshots and be like, you you, you look nice. Get the soundtrack. This is nice. And never play the game and you'd be better off for it. Then last is Train Valley. And this is. A game I thought was going to be nice and relaxing. I'm talking about the console edition specifically. Because this is a game that came out on PC. Like five plus years ago. And I thought it was going to be. More of a relaxing management game. And that's on me for expecting that. When in reality it's a puzzle game. So it's level based. And the way it works is that. You're thrown into a single screen area. And it'll start off with two, at least the little bit I played of it, it'll start off with two stations currently built. And you attach railroads to them so that you can transport trains between them and gain money. And as levels progress, new stations will start cropping up and you'll have to attach tracks to them and build it so that each station is able to access every other station. You'll have your points, I forget what they're called, what do you call them, but the points on the track where you can change the direction so that you can have so that it, if you want it, it'll turn left or it'll go straight, or maybe it'll turn right uh, junctions, I think that's what they're called. So you have your, your junctions that you adjust and you basically are just creating this little layout and sending trains as they come into the, the stations and And making sure to send them in such a way so that either because of the path they're taking or the time between sending them out, they don't crash into each other. And making sure that you don't accidentally send them to the wrong station because then that'll be bad as well. And that's all there is to it. The problem is I just... I wasn't having fun with it. It's not that great controlling it with a gamepad. Again, these types of games usually are better with a mouse and keyboard. But one of the biggest problems is that the way it works is that movement on the space in the space is all grid based, except you can't just freely move across the entire screen as if it was an entire grid, you are able to interact only with things that are already on the play field. So at the start, you can move the cursor between the two different stations, and then you can drag tracks between them to create them. But like, you can't just take a random spot and create something from there. You might be able to just destroy things freely. I'm not sure about that. But that feels a little weird. And a big part of the problem, though, is that all of this is done with your on-screen cursor little mousey clicky click. And it's so fucking tiny that it's easy, especially when levels are further along and more complicated and there's a lot going on. It is super hard and super easy. That's a contradiction. It's super easy to lose track of where the mouse is. And that can be very, very frustrating, especially when even at one-time speed, it can be a little... It's not so much hectic, it just feels like... I I wish it was a bit more relaxed. But it's not. And it's... It's an okay puzzler, I guess. But on controller, it does not feel great. I think if I was playing this... I mean, it doesn't look that great either, because it's an old-ass game, and they clearly haven't done anything to change that. There's already been... At least a Train Valley 2. Maybe there's been a Train Valley 3 as well. But it, in coming to consoles so late, I guess it's nice that it's there as an option. Like, I, I'm always for games being available in as many places as possible, on as many platforms as possible. Even if in a case like this, it's a game that has been out on one platform for years and years and years. And it's now just finally making its way to other ones. And and maybe it's not the best. Like, I'm, I'm happy that it exists. But if you were actually interested, I'd say just play it on PC. It's probably cheaper on PC. Probably goes on sale for like a dollar during the Steam sales on PC. There's probably a bundle with the second one. The second one's probably better as well. So unless you are a console-only person and you really like puzzle games like this, I'd say Pass on Train, Valley. So yeah. Not, not really anything too great this week. So let us move on to Patreon questions. Sound good? I don't care if it sounds good, because that's what we're doing. Get out of here, Discord. <athletic voice plays> All right. So... First up, from Enshi. You forced... (laughs) Already, already, uh... Great, great, great. (laughs) You're forced to go back in time more than 50 years and live in the past for 10 years. What decade do you pick? So, this would equal either the very early 70s or prior. I'd probably say, the 60s, or the music, and Motown and all that, to enjoy that, but there's also a part of me that says, I just want to go way, 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 way in the past, where I don't have to, the the thing about going 50 years plus in the past is that I'm gonna be so uncomfortable being around all these people who are prejudiced. And have not learned anything. And there's no way I'll be able to bring about change. Any significant change there. Unless I'm going to try and do that. And be like hey I know. I know we can get there. I'm going to try and push this faster. So that, that's going to be. Just a sore spot. Regardless of where I'm going. Unless I go so far in the past. Where it's just like. Uh, maybe I go millions of years. Back to the dinosaur time. And I just get eaten. I don't know. But I, I, I'll i just say the 60s because I love a lot of the music from the 60s. And that's what I'm going to go off of. It's just the music because I can't think of any other reason. I'm not someone who actually is interested in stuff like that or, or or things of the past or whatever. Really, when people have those questions of if you could have dinner with anyone, who would it be? And people think of celebrities from the past, or they think, oh, I'd I'd love to have dinner with Abraham Lincoln. I'd love to have dinner with Martin Luther King. Jesus Christ. My answer to that is always, you know who I'd love to have dinner with? My dad. That's it. Because you know what? I love my dad. And uh, getting to spend some time with him. That's, you know... I don't, I don't need to spend that. Why, why do I fucking want to have dinner with someone? I don't know. Sure, I might get to learn some things, but I'd rather just spend time with someone I love. And I love my dad. So I'll have dinner with him. But then we have from Jedi, who is the returning champ, the returning king, the returning top dog, the 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 Jedi master of asking creative questions or interesting questions. Fuck, Mary kill. Elon Musk, Jeffrey Bezos, or Ninja? And Ninja. All three of them. What am I going to do? Easy kill. <laughs> Musk is the easy kill. Because fuck Musk. He's a piece of shit. I mean, these are all not great people. And when I looked at him, I'm like, you're an asshole Jedi. But Musk is the easy kill because I don't think there's any redeeming quality to him in any way. So just, like, fuck off. E- easy fucking kill. Then it was a little... Hard thinking about the other two. But I have come down on fucking Bezos. Because Amazon is a company I don't like. But they are easy to fuck over in various ways. And take advantage of the the way they do things. They have a very generous return system. So that if you don't like something for whatever reason. It's very easy to do returns and all that. And I appreciate that. So I will use that whenever there's something like "Uh, I don't know if I want this thing, but I know that if I buy it from Amazon, I can just return it and it's all good. So I'll fuck him for that because I can fuck over Amazon and I do when I can. And then Ninja I'll marry just because he seems of all the three, the one I have the least amount of moral problems Marrying, I I wouldn't want to be with any of these people. I'd rather just have a fourth option, which is kill myself and take that. But if I have to fuck, marry, or kill these people, we're killing Musk, we're fucking Bezos, and we're marrying Ninja. Yep, no, it's it's you know, yeah, I do what I got I do, eh? Then from Sonny, we have what word do you most commonly use when there is more than one octopus? octopi, octopuses, or octopodes. So for me, and I think many because it is the most popular term that I know of. And when I googled it is the most popular term used at least in like the states. It's octopi. But I learned in searching this because I wanted to know why the hell you would even ask this question that octopodes is the correct term, or the I think, I think octopuses is also a term that is accepted, but octopodes is the scientific term or whatever. So, the more you know, A, I guess your stupid question, or you're just like, that's a, that's a weird question to just come on and ask, but okay. It's uh, it, it it learned me some knowledge. It learned me some knowledge. Then living large. Ask, what is the farthest distance you have walked or run, not counting treadmill, of course? For me, I'm assuming, ignoring, because I think it's a bit of a cheat to say the amount of time I've spent at a, a con or whatever at one point. For me, and this is something Monster will be able to understand. I think it is. I don't know the exact distance. I'd have to look it up. I forgot to do this, so I'm sorry, Living large. But when I went to Holy Cross High School, one day, for whatever reason, I don't know, I didn't have a bus pass on me or some shit or whatever, I walked from Holy Cross High School, which doesn't exist anymore, but I walked from there to the hip. Harlem and Irving Plaza, which is a mall, and I kind of want to Holy Cross High School. Great podcasting right here. What is the address? doo do, do fourteen hundred. <laughs> we're we're going to do this live, but uh, while we're doing this live, let's let's ask their answer the other question. Then from Lunchbox seven hundred. While I'm doing this bit of googling. You ride public transit, so what is the weirdest thing you've ever seen? And I've seen a lot of weird things, that is for sure. But I don't know, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that is especially uniquely weird. But I have seen many a people, or many of, a, yeah, I don't know if they're homeless, but uh, I have seen many men. Dirty looking men um, masturbating on public transport. And uh, that is not fun to to, to see. Uh, especially because they're usually staring at some woman and, and doing it. And they're not being subtle about their actions. And whenever that's the case... When I would see that happen, I would. If I'm standing specifically, I'm not. If I'm sitting, then I'm not gonna like get up and, and do this just because like. It is whatever it is, but if there are, because I actually no, I mean I, I usually pretty much always sat. Or not sat. I always stood up. I, I never really sat on the train because I just did not see the point. I just leave it for everyone else. I'm. I'm fine and healthy standing, so why take up a seat when other people could use them instead? So, I would stand in the line of sight so that the dude doing his deed could no longer see the person they were uh, masturbating to. This, this can't, I, I plugged in the addresses, I don't know if this is accurate. This is, That's not, no, that is not, that is not where. That is not at all where. That's Holy Trinity High School. Okay, I'm like, I definitely did not walk nine miles, three hours and three minutes between these things. That's definitely, Holy Cross High School, not Holy Trinity High School. Because it's debunked, it doesn't exist anymore, so that's why me the freaking address, you sons of biscuits, so I can end this podcast, we're at a half hour, we're at a cool half hour, and you're elongating this whole process, okay, you are being a bum bum, dum, dumb, holy cross high school, not Trinity, I don't care about Trinity, you stupid, stupid thing. Where is the address? Why can't you just show me the address that it had when it existed? Oh, my God. Holy Trinity. Holy Trinity. Holy Trinity. G many whispers. This is probably a different Holy Cross. Oh, my God. I don't know. Well, you know what? Fuck off. Okay. Well, that's it. Uh, sorry, Livin' Lawrence, you can Google it yourself. Holy Cross High School, Harlem and Irving Plaza, do the math yourself. And, uh, speaking of math, I'm gonna subtract myself and this show from your earbuds by ending it right here. Ah, alright, uh, anyhow, that will do it for this year episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Once again, I am Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at px sausage. If you'd like to see or you, you want all my links of import, you can go over to pixelatedsausage.com slash pxs and get all the linky links right there. Of course, if you want to see me streaming this or that that is available on the YouTube, which is where you're watching this. If you are watching the video version, don't forget to like subscribe, hit the bell and all that jazz for notifications, blah, blah, blah. And if you do enjoy any of the things I do want to ask me questions on this here show, you can join the Patreon at patreon.com pxs PXS. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye!